morning, everyone. Hello there. You're listening to Ara City Radio. If you're just tuning in, welcome to the show. You've landed on The Breakfast Show on 102.9, 105.2 and 87.8 FM. And you've arrived at a good time because right now it's time for City Scenes. We are back for another installment of City Scenes, our trip around the world looking at the music scenes of different cities each week. We're also moving through the alphabet as we go along. Last week we were in Manchester for the letter M. And this week for the letter N we are going to be in one of the few cities that could realistically probably stake a claim to being the capital of the world. Um, it's a city with huge historic significance, an international population, including people from all over the world. It's spawned countless legendary bands over the years. It's a city that's been the subject of countless books, films, TV shows, and it's known as the city that never sleeps. I'm talking, of course, about the Big Apple, New York City. New York City is a city located in the northeast of the United States of America. It's currently home to just under 9 million people. And over the years, some famous bands and musicians to have come out of this city include the likes of The Velvet Underground, The Cramps, The Ramones, The New York Dolls, Television, Talking Heads, Blondie, Suicide, Kiss, The Beastie Boys, Run DMC, A Tribe Called Quest, Public Enemy, Wu-Tang Clan, Notorious B.I.G., Jay-Z, Sonic Youth, The Strokes, LCD Sound System, The Rapture, Interpol, Yeah Yeah Yeahs, Battles, Vampire Weekend, Dive, Frankie Cosmos, and many more. That's not even an understatement to say that I'm barely scratching the surface there, actually, but you can already see by that list how big of a musical output New York City has had. Now, usually when we land on a city with such a huge history as New York, it can be hard to decide what to focus on in the space of the half hour that we have for city scenes here. And when you're thinking about New York, I thought a good way to do it would be to look at one of the spaces that's been important for the music scene there. Like we did last week when we were in Manchester, we looked at the Hacienda and how important it was in the story of Manchester's music scene. So this week, I'm going to look at the story of one venue that was a hotspot in New York City in the 1970s and 80s. Um, it played a huge role in the development of uh, New York punk, uh, as well as new wave and rock and roll from New York. And it hosted, um, often for the first time, leg some legendary bands such as the Ramones, Paddy Smith, Talking Heads, Television, Blondie, and Sonic Youth. Um, I'm talking about a place called CBGB, a rock club that is synonymous with the music scene of New York of the 1970s and 1980s. So for today, we're going to be hearing a little bit about the history of the venue and hearing music by some of the most notable bands to have passed through its door and played some legendary shows there. So I'm going to start off today with a track by one of the first artists to ever play live at CBGB. She went on to become a rock icon. And she famously once said, CBGB's is a state of mind. Her name is Patti Smith, and I'm going to play a track of her first album from 1975 called Gloria. When we come back, we'll be hearing a bit more about the history of this famous venue from New York City, CBGB's. Jesus died for somebody's sins, but not mine. Milton, hot thieves, wild cord of my sleeve, thick heart of stone. My sins, my own, they belong to me, me. People say beware 
Patti Smith and Gloria. She's an artist that emerged out of the New York alternative art and music scene of the 1970s. And right now for City Scenes, we're looking at the legacy of a particular legendary venue in downtown Manhattan known as CBGB. 
CBGB was a rock club that opened up in Manhattan's East Village in 1973. And the letters in the name were an abbreviation of country, bluegrass and blues, which were the types of music that the venue was originally intended to host. But the club quickly became a hub for the emerging punk, rock and new wave scenes that were developing in New York at the time. And as you've heard, it played host to some of the most amazing bands to have come out of the city. Another one of those from the early days that I'm going to play now are an iconic punk rock outfit from New York known as the Ramones. With Blitzkrieg Bop, the Ramones were a four-piece rock band from the borough of Queens in New York that have been widely credited as being the first true punk rock band. They formed in 1974, and as you could hear in the recording of Blitzkrieg Bop there, they were known for their raucous brand of energetic, fierce rock and roll. Hearing that song, I can almost picture the wild scenes that must have taken place when those guys played concerts at the legendary CBGBs in New York's East Village, a concert venue that had a capacity of only 350 people, but which witnessed some of the most famous performances in history. And amongst these were the first live performance of a band that had started making a stir around Manhattan in 1974, fronted by the incredibly charismatic Deborah Harry. They originally went by the name Angel and the Snake, but they quickly changed their name to Blondie.
Blondie with Sunday Girl, a legendary New York band there. I had the pleasure of uh, watching them live actually a few years ago uh, at Glastonbury and that was an amazing experience but I can't imagine what it must have been like to catch them at CBGB's back in the day. Uh, you're listening to Our City Radio and right now for City Scenes we're looking at the music scene of New York City and as I said in order to focus this episode on New York, a city with such a huge musical history, we're focusing on some of the bands that were part of the scene that revolved around the CBGB venue in the 1970s and 80s. But it's important to understand that during this time, New York was also the epicenter for disco music and clubs like Studio 54 and the Paradise Garage with legendary DJ Larry Levan playing every weekend were witnessing a legendary moment in the history of clubbing culture. Um, and New York City would also go on to become the birthplace of hip-hop. DJs like Grandmaster Flash and Cool Herc who we heard about in a previous episode of City Scenes that moved to New York from Jamaica and brought sound system culture with him. These guys ignited a whole new culture when they decided to use two turntables to switch between two records uh, of the same record and extend the rhythm section of a disco track that MCs would then go on to rap over. And like I said, we don't have time to go deep into this, um, but I think this, uh, this particular moment in history could have its whole separate episode of uh, City Scenes um, because what I'm talking about right now is the birth of hip-hop. Um, a huge, uh, we all know how huge of a moment that was. Um, and as such a cultural melting pot, such an international hotspot and such fertile ground for music experimentation, it's no surprise that all of these new and exciting music forms, disco, rock and roll, new wave and hip hop, they all started to kind of melt into each other in the 1980s in New York. And the next band I'm going to play are another band that performed at CBGB's, but they're also a band that kind of epitomized that New York spirit of melting genres together. You can hear disco in their music as much as you can hear rock and roll. And they were pioneers of the movement known as New Wave. They're a four-piece that met at art school in Rhode Island before moving to New York. Um, And they're certainly a very special band in my heart. Their name is The Talking Heads, and this is a song called Cross-Eyed and Painless. Change my shape. I feel- 
the Talking Heads. With Cross-Eyed and Painless, another legendary band to have performed at the legendary venue CBGB's in New York City. Now, like all good things, CBGB's came to an end in 2006. The venue closed with one final performance by Paddy Smith, an artist who had been there at the beginning in 1973. As they say, though, New York City is the city that never sleeps, and the end of CBGB by no means meant the end of New York's prolific ability to produce world-class musicians and bands. In the early 2000s, a band emerged that took the world by storm with their own brand of straightforward indie rock and roll, reigniting a global movement of guitar music in the wake of the late 90s, which had been quite saturated with electronic pop music. Their name was The Strokes. That's The Strokes with Last Night, another example of a popular and game-changing band to have come through uh, the music scene of New York City. But that track came out over 20 years ago. And since then, true to its name, New York hasn't slept and there are countless amazing bands and artists to have come out of the city in recent years. 
The point of today's City Scenes, though, was to give you a snapshot of a critical period in the history of New York's music scene, mainly the legacy of the legendary CBGB venue. Uh, we briefly mentioned the birth of disco and hip-hop, which could have had their own episodes dedicated to them, as I said. Uh, we didn't even get round to mentioning LCD Sound System and the whole new disco scene which evolved around them. There could never have been enough time, but I hope you enjoyed this little glimpse into the music history of New York. Uh, I want to end this installment, as I always do, with a track by a band that are active in our Focus City this week. Um, they're playing in New York City these days, and they are one of my favorite bands to have come out of New York in recent years. They're called Frankie Cosmos, and this is a track called Windows. That's it for this week's City Scenes. I hope you enjoyed it. Next week, we're on the letter O, and I have no idea where we're going to be yet, but I'm looking forward to finding out. City Radio.